0: What's going on guys? Welcome back to One Stop Shop. Let's get right into this episode. How we doing, guys? Let's get right into it. Last night the Knicks got a come from behind victory. They won 106 to 102. And honestly, it was all because of a 13-to-1 run to end the game. The last four minutes of the game, RJ Barrett was going off. He was knocking down threes and making plays, and he got the Knicks back in the game and tied it up with Emmanuel quickly knocking down a clutch, three-pointer down the stretch in the fourth quarter, and Alec Burks contributing also. So the Knicks won last night, and basically R.J. Barrett had a great game, and he really proved that he's a grinder, and he was going berserk in the last couple minutes of the game and really got the Knicks into it they were down six and they won by four so this was a very needed victory and the Knicks are now one game over 500 and they continue to uh, move on in the positive direction that they were hoping to uh, keep the good pace going that they've been on this whole entire season so Julius Randle knocked down some big shots last night he played well 13 points Mitchell Robinson started last night for the first time in a while six points in 21 minutes seven rebounds two steals and a block RJ Barrett another solid performance 24 points 10 rebounds five assists three steals two threes, Emmanuel quickly off the bench last night, 26 minutes for the rookie, 16 points, knocked down two threes, six rebounds, three assists, one steal, Alec Burks, a crazy game last night, 27 points, six rebounds, for the Wizards last night, Bradley Beal, 26 points, nine assists. Russell Westbrook, 13 points, 18 rebounds, 9 assists, 2 steals, 4 blocks. Holy shit. All right, well, the Knicks are now 23-22 and 22 on the season. And the standings now read the Knicks are in 5th. And they're tied with the uh, Charlotte Hornets right now for fourth. And then the Nets are right above the Charlotte Hornets. And they're tied with the Bucks right now behind the Sixers for the top seed in the Eastern Conference. So there were some trades yesterday that were kind of notable. Lou Williams got traded for Rajon Rondo and went to the Atlanta Hawks, and Rondo went to the Clippers. So that's honestly a really big addition, getting a solid point guard like Rondo. Obviously, he's not in the prime of his career anymore, but he's a, a stable like, point guard that can get it done for you. And obviously being on the Clippers and LeBron being out for the Lakers, like, that's honestly going to be a major factor for the Lakers to repeat as NBA champions this year if they don't have Anthony Davis and LeBron healthy. And, yeah, last night the Lakers lost to the – 76ers by 8. Saw a little bit of this game. Honestly, wasn't too excited for this game knowing that LeBron's out for a while. So, yeah. Anyway, Kyle Kuzma, 25 points. Nine rebounds. Dennis Schroeder, 20 points. Caldwell Pope, 19 points. Montrez Harold, 20 points off the bench in 33 minutes. For the Sixers, obviously Joel Embiid still injured. Seth Curry last night, 19 points. Ben Simmons, 9 points. Danny Green, 28 points. Tobias Harris, 17 points, 6 rebounds, 5 assists. Ben Simmons had 12 assists last night also. So like I mentioned before, the Clippers, they continue to be successful this season. They got another victory last night, 98-85 over the Spurs. And they're getting Rajon Rondo, so that's another solid point guard. And another solid player to add to their rotation. Obviously, they have had a great amount of success this year. And they're going to continue to be successful. And last night, Paul George, 24 points, 13 rebounds. Kawhi didn't play last night. Reggie Jackson last night, twenty-eight points, four rebounds, four assists. And yeah, Tamar DeRozan for the Spurs, twenty-three points. And yeah, the Clippers are really dangerous. They're thirty and sixteen, and they're right at the top of the Western Conference at the moment. Right near the top, at least. They're three and a half games out of first place behind Utah and the Phoenix Suns. They're a half game behind them. And the Lakers are now two and a half Behind them? Yeah. They're two games behind the Clippers now. And then the Nuggets are right behind the Lakers, and they're honestly a pretty good team when they're healthy. And they just got Aaron Gordon, so like that's gonna be a really big move for the Nuggets going forward. So yeah. The Western Conference is just as competitive as the Eastern Conference, but the Eastern Conference kind of has a little gap between the five seed and the four seed, to the uh three and the two seed. It's a seven game difference between the Bucks and the Knicks. So the best that the Knicks could really be is probably fourth. <laughs> in the Eastern Conference at this point because the Nets are honestly in the league of their own at this point. So tonight the Nets play the Pistons at 7 o'clock. The Celtics play the Bucks at 7.30 on ESPN. Denver plays New Orleans, 8 o'clock. And on the SPN late, not really a great game. Atlanta against Golden State. (laughs) All right, moving on. Tomorrow's UFC 260. Steve Amiotis against Francis Ngannou. Looking forward to that. Who knows how it's going to go to be honest Like I'm kind of just ready To see it happen Francis Ngannou Obviously the Highly touted challenger He's had a lot of experience Since their first fight And we'll see how He's able to combat, combat Stipe And obviously Stipe Is one of the goats of UFC and especially in the heavyweight division and he's had so many wins and he's one of the great athletes of the sport so this is going to be an interesting fight looking forward to seeing how it plays out in the co-main event we got Tyron Woodley against Vicente Luque if Tyron Woodley loses this fight obviously after losing to Colby Covington in his previous fight Who knows how his career will uh, play out if he loses again. His last fight was in September of 2020 against Colby Covington. Like I mentioned, Colby Covington finished him in round five. So, I guess we'll see. Vicente Luque is one of the better fighters to fight at UFC. He's very talented. He's been around for a really long time. And these guys have very similar records 19 and 6 and 1 for Tyron Woodley, and 19 and 7 and 1 for Vicente Luque. The one meaning no contest. Or draw. So if Tyron Woodley loses this, he could honestly get cut because he's on a three-fight losing streak. And the UFC might let him go and let him fight somewhere else, if that's the case. And then we got Sean O'Malley versus Thomas Almeida. Sean O'Malley's one of my favorite fighters. He's like an exciting guy and he gets the knockouts and shit and I listen to his podcast. I'm a big fan of him. He's honestly a very positive role model for a lot of people and I hope that he can avenge the last fight against Cheeto where he got like a fluke victory because he fucking compromised his leg when he kicked him and let's hope that we get a highlight real knockout from the sugar show against thomas almeida who is a pretty good fighter he's on a losing streak right now so hopefully Sugar sean o'malley he gets the knockout over thomas almeida And those are the main fights of the main card. And then there's going to be a lot of fights other than that. Um, Yeah. Anyway. Looking forward to that. So yesterday was the Supreme North Face release. And obviously they released a bunch of jackets and vests and stuff like that. I wasn't really in the market to be spending five hundred dollars on a jacket, four hundred dollars. Like <laughs> I just picked up the North Face Supreme Climb tee. It's like an all over photo tee of like a mountain climber on a mountain essentially pretty crazy and yeah it was a smooth check yesterday for supreme haven't had one of those in a while so needed that for my own collection and picked that up was pretty happy about that other than that today is a palace drop at 11 o'clock and nothing too crazy Probably just pick up a t-shirt, add to that collection. I'm pretty new at Collecting Palace. I like the brand though. It's honestly very quality stuff. And the shirts are very comfortable. So I'll continue to get stuff from them. And yeah, it's starting to feel like spring finally. And the weather's getting a lot nicer out here in New York. I need a vacation, though, really bad. Hopefully I can get on in the next couple months. Like, it's been really rough, man. I haven't been able to do anything in over a year. And it's just a lot to deal with. And I feel like a caged fucking animal sometimes. Just because I fucking want to be active and I haven't been able to go to a gym in fucking God knows how long and shit. And, like, I work out on my own, but, like, it's a lot. And I just want to have my life back. <laughs> I feel like a lot of shit's been fucking on pause for fucking a year. Anyway, some new music that came out. A new project from 24K Golden. It's called El Dorado. I really fuck with this project. 24K Golden is a really solid artist. Like he makes a lot of bangers. Like I think we all know from his song Mood. But a couple songs that stood out to me on this project. I listened to the whole thing. Uh Company featuring future. And um song Cut It Off. And he also has a song called "Empty" featuring Sway Lee, and obviously his song featuring the baby, the baby. Coco. Worth a listen. Makes pretty solid music, and I'm a fan. Been a fan since I first heard the song "Valentino" by Twenty Four K Golden a couple of years ago. So, yeah, his first whole length album it holds up so looking forward to listening to that more often and rod wave dropped a new project i'm a big fan of him as well it's called soulfly I haven't listened to it yet but that just came out also Young Dolphin Key Glock finally dropped oh cool. I need to listen to that. Uh yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it with music. There's a new money bag, yo, single out featuring future. You know, listen to that. New Y&W Melly. Single out. New A Boogie single. Yeah, that's pretty much that for music. Obviously, we're still waiting on Drake. But who the fuck knows when Drake's going to drop? Like, that could be in the fucking summer at this point. And I wonder if Kanye is going to drop an album... Pretty soon, I mean, like, he's definitely going through a bunch of shit right now with his divorce with Kim and stuff like that, so. I feel like he's gonna make a fucking insane album, like, I don't know with all of the fucking, like, G-rated lyrics that he's been used to on, like, the Jesus is King album. Like, I want some old Kanye fucking, like, Kanye was one of, like, my favorite Art is growing up, and still is, but, like, some of the shit that he says is too crazy. But, you know, uh, the music was in its own lane, and, like, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy is a great album, one of my favorite albums, Watch the Throne with him and Jay-Z, a classic album. I've listened to that album, like, thousands of times, like, literally and Jesus obviously is a very unique one but like i miss the old kanye like the graduation days of kanye that was like when i was really a kid <laughs> and yeah i guess i really just miss like music that gives me a nostalgic feeling Back to a simpler time. And. Yeah. There's a lot of shit going on in this world then. But New York finally legalizing marijuana is one of like the most like. Insane things to me. Just because as a New Yorker I've like never expected to see the day. So I can only imagine like when they start opening up dispensaries and like. Shit's going to be more available to people. And it's a better way of life, you know? It'll be a, a better time for a lot of people. And closed-minded people who could go and have their opinions somewhere else. And people that don't have the first-hand knowledge of what something could do for you is not even a factor when you're doing something that's going to make you happy and a better person at the end of the day. So if you don't have a positive opinion about something, you should probably just, like, not even project it because it doesn't even matter. Like, you can't change how a person behaves and how someone is dealing with the reality of their own life in their regard. So... You can't ever expect someone to uh, basically change their way of life and thinking for someone just to be with someone. Like, I had a first-hand account, (laughs) Uh, first kind of person that made me ever, like, feel a certain type of way, and... Shit ended because she had an issue with me smoking weed. And, like, just I realized that I can't be with someone that can't accept me for a certain choice that I've decided to make for myself because I don't want to use prescription pain medication or antidepressants. Like, if she had the audacity to fucking end a potential relationship that would have made both of us happy. And, uh yeah, that's why I fucking struggle to fucking find someone because, like, honestly, like, it's a lot less stress when you don't have someone constantly putting you down for a decision that you choose to make that ultimately makes me a better person and doesn't destruct me like how certain people think of certain shit. So, that's that. And yeah, that's pretty much it. I'll tap in Again this weekend. Peace out.